Hi, this is Scott. And this is Jeremiah. From the Lost at Home podcast. And you're listening to Little Geek Lost. Or, uh, more accurately, you're listening to us telling you that you're listening to Little Geek Lost. And that should be known at this point, because, you know, you didn't tune into the Lost at Home podcast. But, you know, you listen to us too, maybe. Later. After. Little Geek Lost. Alright, so we're back for another episode of Little Geek Lost, and I am your host, Mandy, and geeking out extra on this episode, I've got a couple geeky ladies on to talk about coding, which is kind of exciting, because that's what I do for a living, so <laughs> it's nice to talk about some other ones. Um, so I've got two ladies from Ladies Learning Code, uh, if you want to introduce yourselves. Uh, sure, I can start. Uh, my name is Ksenia, and uh, I run the youth programming in Calgary, so teaching girls ages 8 to 13 basic programming skills in a very like, um, welcoming and a very friendly uh, environment. Um, and Jocelyn? My name is Jocelyn. I am the strategic lead. I support Ksenia and our other cohort, Darcy, in planning both adult and youth programming. So sourcing partnerships for venues or donations. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about what Ladies Learning Code is? Um, it's Jocelyn or myself, I guess we can both. Uh, uh, maybe I'll start, and then and then Jocelyn, uh, if she has anything else to add, she'll yeah, uh, sure. she'll just jump in. Um, so, Ladies Learning Code is a non-for-profit that's based out of Toronto. Uh, They're sixth year in the running. Um, however, the Calgary uh, so-called satellite chapter of Ladies Learning Code is um, um, three years in the running. Um, and the, the youth program um, that, that I manage in the city is um, is around the same uh, the same age around three years. So, uh, ladies learning code started off of um, this need for um, um, basic um, programming education, specifically uh, um, geared towards women. So, so um, it, when it started off six years ago, um, the the CEO of the organization and the founder M- Melissa. And a couple of other ladies, they got together and they realized that there was no nowhere in uh, Toronto to uh, um, to learn uh, coding. Like if you wanted to um, uh, manage a, a blog of your own, or if you wanted to start a, a website for for your business or or whatnot, there was just no no um, there was a gap. And so they got together and um, they put together this uh, um, uh, workshop. And uh, I think the the very original was was actually on on JavaScript. <laughs> Uh, and it was uh, instant success. Um, they it sold out in in minutes, and oh, um, wow. that's how. Yeah, that's 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 basically how Ladies Learning Code was born. Um, and of course, you know, Toronto was just kind of the founding um, spot. Um, th- there's the same there's the same basic uh, um, need. There's the same basic gap in all of the cities and all of the major cities across Canada. Uh, so uh, after Toronto, <clears throat> I believe it was it was Ottawa that came on board, and then Vancouver. Uber, and then eventually um, Calgary, <clears throat> um, we created a ladies learning code uh, uh, chapter. Uh, and then, of course, it didn't stop there because, uh, well, you know, while, while we're teaching women um, to um, 
to, to sort of, you know, encourage them to pursue uh, uh, technical careers, there's also a greater need to, to teach uh, children and especially girls. Um, so then the Girls Learning Code was born. Um, and, and that's also been a really, really successful initiative um, just because there is a, there's a bit of, a, of, a, of an educational gap in, um, in Canada when it comes to programming. Like mo most of the time, the, the, the students don't, don't get introduced to the concepts and of um, um, you know, logic and, and uh, computer, com computational thinking until they get into university. Um, so um, um, Girls Learning Code was a really, really successful initiative, um, both in Toronto and, and, and across Canada, because parents were really eager to, they, they saw the need for, for technical education for their kids, and they were really eager to, um, to teach um, their children uh, coding. And some of the most, most recent initiatives that Ladies Learning Code launched was um, um, Kids Learning Code. Uh, oh, yeah. Teachers learning code, and uh, lately it's been uh, actually a much much larger, um, like an like an umbrella organization called Canada Learning Code, that's just getting a, kind of a lot of traction um, recently. But I'm, I'm sure you'll be hearing a lot more about it in the next year and <laughs> further on. For sure. Just to elaborate a little bit on what Cassinia said, uh, so we are across Canada. We operate in 39 local chapters and counting. That's really grown over the last six years we celebrated the fifth anniversary over the summer and it was a really incredible experience we actually were able to crowdsource for what we call the code mobile which is exactly <laughs> like it sounds it is a computer lab on wheels and they did a cross-country trip oh, wow. all the way from the east coast to the west coast and they did hit the northern territories as well so we were able to meet a lot of our cohorts from other chapters that's pretty awesome mm -hmm. um and yeah it's just it's really blown up i think that coding is having its moment in the sun and everyone is really coming on board and very very warm and embraces what ladies learning code tries to do which is to encourage everyone to gain the essential digital literacy skills to succeed personally and professionally in the 21st century. Well, and I think like you said too, you know, everyone's sort of like either has a blog or a website or something and being able to, you know, have the skills to either edit it or work on it yourself is pretty valuable and not having to rely on, you know, outsourcing, hiring a third party or, you know, finding someone else to do it for you. It's nice to be able to do it on your own. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like if you're a gamer, um, I think uh, I think you're starting to get into uh, a little bit further into um, into uh, the way computer works, and uh, you're you're actually exploring a little bit. Uh, you're diving a little bit deeper into um, into what your computer can do. And uh, I mean, you you most most people would would learn these skills uh, um, on their own. You know, going going on blogs and and uh, talking to other people, um, whereas we try to. to to teach them um, how to interact with your computer, so that you're not just um, um, so you're not just a, 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 a consu consumer of this technology. Mm -hmm. You can also create. Well, I think it's good too because I know like it can be a little bit intimidating, you know, thinking about coding and you know writing code and looking at lines and and trying to figure all that out and being able to make it so it's it's not intimidating and breaking it down so it's you know it's you learn the logic and you learn the skills that way it probably really helps especially with you know the younger children you can kind of grasp that at an earlier age 
and as well for you know like i said the the older women you know learning it that it, to making it so it's not so intimidating for them for sure we actually have a really great system where it's at our workshops it's four mentors to every one learner or sorry, one mentor to every four learners. So you get a lot of hands-on learning and you also, you, you do a lot of peer learning as well. I think that I am a really good example of how effective ladies learning code workshops are. I had zero coding knowledge three years ago. I barely knew how to turn on a computer and I was terrified, absolutely terrified <laughs> that uh, technology was getting more advanced. And I saw an article one day about the local ladies learning co chapter and just thought I have to learn like just take me I will do anything I will I will volunteer to get lunches so long as somebody teach me what html is and <laughs> I went from not knowing anything to making apps from scratch and learning more and more every day yeah and I think that that's like you know a really good example of it because I mean it's is you learn the little things and, you know, to sort of get into it that way. And rather than having to jump into like some giant intimidating pile of code, um, I took myself, I took computer programmer in college and their approach to teaching us programming was our teacher decided to show us like two or three lines at a time on PowerPoint slides in our first year. And it was just painful to go through. Whereas in the third year, they changed the approach and it was like, okay, open up, you know, the program and we'll just sit here and like write the code sort of all in one shot. And I think, you know, being able to have it, those little chunks made it a lot easier to be able to sit there and go through and write like a whole app and feel accomplished at the end of it saying, you know, I actually wrote something and made something. And that's, you know, being, I've, I've sort of done everything in IT. I started out programming websites and went on to systems administrator and tech support and back to doing programming now. And I think that I've been able to sit there and like, you know, lose a whole day with my head down in code and coming out to the point where it's like, yeah, it's frustrating trying to figure this one bit out. But, you know, being able to say like, I made that at the end of the day is is a pretty cool thing. Absolutely, yeah, and and just to add on to it, um, the, the kind of workshops that that we put together, they usually run for for a day, unless it's a special programming. So, if you think about it, I mean, a day is really not um, uh, a lot, uh, and especially to cover such a such a vast uh, um, topic as as programming that's yeah. just you know that's constantly changing, and there's always there's always new uh, protocols, and there's always new new additions and and new programs thrown in. But but the way that uh, our workshops are, are structured is that at the end of the day the learners they're able to come out and they can have a project of their own that they have built you know it's not it's not anything too complicated it's usually either uh, a one page uh, um, of say an online resume or maybe like a, a couple of pages of uh, of um, something like a um, fo follow follow uh, um, uh, create your own adventure game or, or if it's for kids it's, it's for example they create their own game in uh, in scratch but at the end of the day you actually have a, a project to show for yourself versus you know just looking at the theory like versus looking at PowerPoint presentation of, of uh, a couple of lines of yeah. code at a time because you actually do not like it doesn't really sink in unless you actually get into it so as much as we you know we try to get learners caught up with all the theory and the right syntax we actually encourage them you know open up your text editor and uh, you know br like break <laughs> break a web page <laughs> make like make it not work because then you can you can troubleshoot and that's exactly the time that you'll be able to learn 
and I think that that's like yeah, you know, like I said, that's one of the best things that you know that I find too. Where it's just there's one little thing, and like oh, like a period out of place, or you know, come out of place, or something like that. And you spend so much time trying to find it, but when you do, it's like amazing. They're like, yeah, I fixed it. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it, the hours are are all worth it yeah. in the end. <laughs> Very much so. So you talked about how you're in was it 39 different places in in Canada. With, um, like, I saw that there's events, listings, and stuff. So, was it sort of one of those things where every every year, you know, every so often, you're kind of expanding more and having more events, trying to get it out there a bit more? Um, yes and no. We've we've grown a considerable amount just because the demand for coding and programming knowledge is is growing. Um, I think it is sometimes chapter dependent. So, we are trying to figure out what programs best serve our city and its needs. So in Calgary and Cassinia can definitely speak more to it. It's a very family friendly kind of place. People are really concerned that their children don't have the right skills to compete in the 21st century. So there's a huge, huge demand for learning even younger than our typical age group. We did something really exciting last year where we taught programming to not toddlers kids what would you call them Cassinia? <laughs> oh they're four four to six year olds oh wow yeah so quite, so quite young yes and the parents here are so active and so involved and so engaged they really just want they want more opportunities they want their kids to succeed personally and professionally I mean who wouldn't <laughs> Um, but we, we do do a lot nationally. Uh, first, we just had a coordinated Ladies Learning Code Day in September, but that's expanded to be a Ladies Learning Code Day in September and a Girls Learning Code Day, um, I believe, in May. And it's a coordinated effort. So across all 29 chapters, we we have a day where everyone everyone learns. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Across the across the country so far, we've taught about fifty thousand learners how to code. That's that's a really good number. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Absolutely, and it's it's really nice. nice to see it out there too. I mean, you know, being able to see that, and from being you know a woman and writing code and dealing with the IT industry, and a lot of the times at my job there are other women there, but not necessarily doing especially programming. Like I found other ones along the way, but. I'm usually the only female programmer, so it's kind of nice to see other ones and, you know, more people learning it and getting into it. And I guess I find out that it's it's really not that intimidating as, you know, it, it seems at first. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and I guess uh, to, to kind of lead it back to to uh, the uh, youth is, uh, I, I can speak from, um, well, uh, I can speak from Experience is, is I can tell that these girls are uh, are a lot more um, a lot more versed, like a lot more capable. I, I feel like um, um, after after attending one of the workshops, they uh, um, something that w- that was a lot uh, scarier to them uh, going in is uh, is actually. Um, is actually not that uh, intimidating like you can see them having this like ah aha like that that <laughs> makes sense you have this you have this aha moment and uh, it's uh, uh, it's really really encouraging it's really encouraging to to see girls uh, um, 
not be not be intimidated by technology, not have this um, you know stereotypical geeky coder view of um, of the industry, uh, and hopefully um, this might be a little bit too early to speak, but hopefully they'll they will um, come out and they'll try to pursue these uh, fields as professions in in the future. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's probably totally going to be. Will. That's going to be really like encouraging to see too, you know, from your guys' standpoint, being able to see like the change in them from when they come in to when they go out and, you know, looking to see like maybe they will follow this career path and everything. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, it's not only the, do they understand, but they were having like they were having fun um, doing it. Like we, we the, the material, we try to present the material in the most um, in the in the most accessible way possible um, in, in kind of inadvertently building them up for success instead of just kind of dumping a whole bunch of, uh, of troubleshooting errors onto them and say <laughs> okay okay solve this because this mm-hmm. will turn anybody anybody away but but in the end of the day they say wow like this was actually really really fun um, and uh, we're not we're not um, measuring metrics at this point but uh, but hopefully a couple of years down the road we'll see some of our learners come out and say well actually uh, I ended up specializing in, in computer science and in, in university and that would be really that would be really amazing yeah that'd be kind of cool to follow them and see you know see them actually go and do a career in it exactly yes well it's actually funny you say that because (laughs) and this might be unique to calgary it's a very entrepreneurial city and we have seen a few girls that have taken what they've learned in our workshops and they've already they're they're going to take over the world these little <laughs> girls are seriously just so impressive um yeah one of the girls that attended our workshops lauren she has her own company now. Oh, wow! <laughs> yeah she's not only a builder of w- robots she's a seller of robot making kits so that other kids can learn programming that's pretty awesome <laughs> <laughs> And it's been amazing just to watch her journey coming out as a learner to our workshops. And now that she has her own business, she has time to come out and mentor other people at our workshops. Well, that's really great, too, because then she can be like, oh, you know, look at I went through it and this is my experience and sort of pass that on to to others. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, she can, she would come out and she would mentor for um for for some of the, the newer girls that are just joining the program or just coming out to their first workshop and, and she would introduce herself and say oh i'm, I'm lauren and uh, um i have my own company <laughs> and it's called uh, um you know it's called robots are fun and uh, i've taken i've taken these courses before and now i'm going to teach you and it's it's just really really heartwarming it's yeah, great that's, that's really nice really to great. be able to like you know see the the progression of it yeah, we've, I mean, it's crazy to think, but in three short years, we've come, we've come a really long way. And the Calgary chapter of Ladies Learning Code is 100% volunteer run. We don't have a home or a hub that we operate out of. We're just four ad hoc people that do this because we love it so much. And the reward in and of itself really is just to see that people are learning and that they feel empowered and they're unafraid of technology. I think that's like really the key too, because I mean, obviously in today's day and age, you can't really be scared of technology and making it so it's more accessible for them. And, you know, the ones that may have the interest, but may not know how to go about it and sort of presenting it to them this way where it's like, it's not scary, it's accessible, it's easy is probably going to make a big difference. Yeah, it 
It really does make a difference. You see it a lot at our adult workshops too. And when we say adult, it ranges anywhere from like 17 to 17 onward. We've had some very, very senior people in the mix with some people that are just trying to get beginner friendly skills to put on their resume. You really get the gambit of everyone and anyone who just come out and do their best in a day and they get to walk away with something that they've made, that they've actually created, like a web page or an app. And they just to see the look on their faces, like, I did this. It's so rewarding. Yeah, like, that's just got to be amazing and, you know, build up their confidence. Like you said, whether it's just for resume skills or they're looking, you know, just to better themselves and giving them those skills is kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then they join our community, which is what I am the most excited about, if you let me brag for just <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> two minutes. They really are just the most welcoming and encouraging bunch of people. And this community isn't just made up of women and girls. There are so many men in our mentorship base that come out because they they want to close that gender gap. They really do believe that we're stronger in in the diversity that is around us and they really want to be inclusive so we we have just an amazingly supportive and kind bunch of humans in our community <laughs> well that's really awesome yep. to hear it's it's very true i uh, I, I second that mm-hmm. well with it you know like you said you're not really necessarily focused on expanding it's just sort of where the need is do you you know either of you have like sort of goals you want to see the organization get to or just sort of happy to to see that it's growing across the country how it is um i think both go ahead (laughs) i think that in terms of seeing our chapter grow as you may know calgary has been not the greatest in the economic sense (laughs) for quite some time now and we we personally have just seen a lot of folks struggle in and outside of our community. And I think that for in terms of goal setting, 2017 is the year that we really feel empowered and supported by the other chapters to focus on that. How do we provide accessible, even more accessible job training so that people can have the skills necessary to compete? And it's it's been really heartwarming that our chapters are getting more sponsorship on a national level so that we can continue to offer more free programming or just pay what you will programming. Um, I think nationally, there's a lot of incredible goals. So this year, Canada Learning Code has launched and you're going to hear so much more about it. (laughs) Well, that's really awesome to see. I mean, it's especially from like a Canada standpoint and you know, women in an IT sort of standpoint, it's really awesome to see that it's growing out has and sort of, you know, gone down to like the younger children and spread to like just sort of a Canada wide thing now. And it's just, it's just awesome to, to see. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And to, to, to echo Jocelyn, um, in a way, I think uh, when it comes to uh, adult pro- programming is, is uh, we are trying to 
to make it as as accessible as possible to uh, uh, to women to to improve their digital skills or to learn new digital skills and you know by by like Jocelyn said running either pay what you can programming or uh, pro- uh, allowing um, and providing free childcare during the workshops mm-hmm. um, and or when it comes to youth is to continue and to deliver <clears throat> these. Uh, um, um, these uh, uh, day-long workshops, but mm-hmm. also kind of working on to 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 continuing. So so providing more of like a, a follow-up, like a level two of uh, of the same topic, or even running a, um, a week-long session, like for example a week-long long technology camp, and actually seeing how they progress with, um, with with their learning, like where they will they will take their learning um, if you if you deliver it for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. And we've been so fortunate that even though the city has been pretty hard hit in the last couple of years, people are so generous. They open up their spaces. So in terms of businesses and academic institutions, they're just so, so supportive. They open up their spaces to us. They just say, whatever you need. We have people donating things like old laptops for people that don't have their own. And if that's a barrier, it's okay because (laughs) we have spares. People are just really encouraged that we're trying to get everyone on board in terms of improving their digital literacy skills. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's really nice to see that, you know, the, the community is involved, too, and, and really on board with it. And you don't really have to, to struggle to find, you know, sponsors or people that can help and donate space and time and that they're, you actually do have the support for it. Totally. Yeah, well, the community is really responsive, uh, um, and um, I think it's all, it's all because of the, of the time that Calgary has, uh, has fallen into in the last couple of years years is uh, with uh, with this uh, spike in unemployment and <clears throat> and just um, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, women either returning uh, um, trying to get into the profession or or uh, um, you know let's say they've been on a maternity leave and they're trying to uh, uh, to return uh, and having this uh, economic downturn at the same time it just makes it extra extra difficult um, so this um, um, of uh, us operating in the city has come kind of like a, a support, like an extra support for uh, for these women uh, to get back into uh, um, their fields, or or to find a, like to say mm-hmm. to find a, um, a, a new uh, direction in their profession. Well, I think that's really great. Like I said, it's you know I'm I'm excited to see it. It's nice to see it's in Calgary and Toronto and a lot of the other places. It'd be nice to see if you know there could be something in Thunder Bay where I live. <laughs> That'd be a goal I'd like to see, or you know, between two Saint Marie and Winnipeg. So, mm-hmm. and, and you don't, you, there's no, uh, there's no chapter, there's no ladies learning code chapter. No, I, I've looked a, a few times and talked, and there's just, I guess, there's just either not enough interest, or it just hasn't gotten this far yet. And there's not really well, like you c- a huge IT sort of sector in town, so that might be why. <laughs> If well, you, you can build it, they will come. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes, because uh, I mean, uh, um, in when it comes to like, for example, Alberta or, or BC, I know communities that are tiny, like communities as small mm-hmm. as Nelson, BC, or or Lethbridge, um, which is which is not that small of a community, but Lethbridge and Red Deer um, in Alberta, um, these places have a uh, have a chapter of their own, and and. Um, um, and they are running both adult and, and youth programming. So um, you you might be surprised if uh, um, if you were to um, um, 
start one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess so. Yes. Well, I but I think I mean, some of it is just know. how you frame it <laughs> mm-hmm. as well. I think that a lot of people don't think that it's for them because they they just picture the back end or they yeah. just picture the matrix where it's like all ones and yeah. zeros and kind of <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But um when you talk to people about you have a business wouldn't it be great if you could understand how to build a website Mm -hmm. how do you promote what is e-commerce if you have a young person who isn't that interested in their future because I don't know when I was 16 I wasn't that interested in talking about my future (laughs) but if you talk to them about how do you build your own geotag for Snapchat? It instantly just starts a dialogue and a conversation about what digital literacy is and how you can get those essential critical skills. Yeah, I think that, well, and that's just like, you know, promoting digital literacy and being able to learn the little things that like you said, either it's just a web page or an app or something, and it doesn't seem as intimidating to someone who's a small business owner or, you know, just sort of looking to better their skills in it. Whereas, you know, you say, oh, you can learn coding or programming and they think they have to build some giant software piece or something like that (laughs) and bring it down Mm -hmm. to smaller things does make it more accessible to people. Absolutely. And I think some of it is just trying to see what types of local organizations are doing the same thing. So does your local library offer some sort of coding education? Can you go to your local women's shelter and see if they have a career center? Is there an opportunity for seniors to just learn how to use a computer? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, where can people find more information about Ladies Learning Code? On our website! <laughs> <laughs> on, our, uh, on a couple of websites. Uh, yeah, I guess depending on, on where you're, you are, um, um, you can either go to ladieslearningcode.com, which is the main website, and then you will you, it will direct you to uh, an area, to, to, a, to, a, to a page by your, by your area. Or you can type in um, your city, for example, if it's Calgary or if it's Vancouver, and then you can go dot ladieslearningcode.com, and it will br- bring you to this city-specific web page and it will show you what the chapter is up to right now what kind of events that are coming up and um, um, and would also introduce you to the people that are um, um, kind of spearheading this uh, this initiative in the in the city absolutely and there is you know social media too so it's twitter and facebook and you know basically i'm sure if you look just for ladies learning code you'll find you guys oh yeah yeah and we're totally going to do a plug for ours. So we, yeah. our local chapter is on Twitter as well as Facebook. So we're just uh, Ladies Learning Code Calgary. So if you're listening out there in Calgary, <laughs> go and check it out and get involved. Anyone, anyone. We're really yeah. friendly. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're anywhere else too, you know, if there's a local chapter, you can look it up. If there's not and you want to look a starting one you know hit them up and find the information and look at maybe starting one of your talents something that you know i'd like to see happen here so <laughs> exactly. do it it's great yes. it's great yeah it's great and uh, you can 
you can run any programming that that you're interested in. If you're if you were um, interested in supporting women, then you can start a ladies learning co chapter. If you know you want to spend time with kids and uh, um, and you want to teach them, and you get really inspired and encouraged by the by the ingenuity that you see in children, you can start a girls learning code or or a kids learning code. Um, teachers learning code, or or you can you know be all inclusive and and say hey you know anyone can come and uh, because this is a mm-hmm. a Canada learning code chapter so we'll run workshops for all. But I think even once you're in it, it's very flexible in terms of the type of content you want to program. So as an example, Ksenia and I are a little bit obsessed with cats. <laughs> I know bit. that leads terribly into the whole cat lady coding <laughs> hacker <laughs> stereotype but we're sort of <laughs> with cats and we're really excited for a local cat cafe that's opening in Calgary in a couple of months and in terms of programming we just do whatever we want sometimes we are trying to create a workshop where you can build your own remote pet food feeder oh wow yeah and i mean it's <laughs> if you dream it the the entire organization is so supportive in developing it with you because they want you to be happy. They want you to develop content that is interesting to you because if it's interesting to you, chances are that it's interesting to someone else instead. So we're not just we're not just doing this because we have to. We do it because we love it and because it's another way to creatively express ourselves and help our community. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's really awesome. <laughs> and and because and because we know that uh, um, like what the demographic is like in Calgary, like we know that uh, like let's say women, like we want to run a workshop for women. We want to run like say a seven week uh, digital skills program for for women, and we want to make it free um, because there is a need in the city for this kind mm-hmm. of support. Or we just have. You know, we love cats, and um, and this city really needs a cat cafe. So <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna do. How work, will work. they feed all the cats? Come on, <laughs> remotely. How will they do it remotely? <laughs> Welcome to 2017. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and that's like that's just it, because then you hit the markets of you know the cat lovers and you know the tech people, and so you can hit like sort of a whole bunch of different groups of people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Um, yeah. Just speaking from the Calgary perspective, Calgary is, is actually um, from the from the oil boom uh, to um, to this uh, you know rise of these uh, huge uh, engineering companies like uh, procurement like EPC engineer procurement construction companies in the in the city. There's a lot of there's like a wealth of knowledge. Um, I think I think that's partly because um, that's probably the reason why our volunteer base, um, our mentorship base in the city is so broad and it's so it's so big is because there, at some point of time um, a lot of people came to Calgary and a lot of engineers a lot of technical people came to Calgary uh, with a job offer or looking for work um, so so we've been really lucky there, there's a huge uh, tech scene there's a huge engineer scene and um, um, and it's uh, it's a really it's a really really wonderful uh, environment to, to be in um, and to run the organization of this sort because we ne- we're never short of people who are willing to come and willing to help and have the skills to do so. But that doesn't mean you can't join because we'd <laughs> love to have you. 
Look us up, <laughs> LLC Calgary on Twitter. <laughs> yes, I definitely want to, you know everyone to sort of either check out ladiesdoingco.com, check out the Calgary one if you live in Calgary, <laughs> so they can learn more about the the cat cafe and <laughs> feeding cats. Or oh yes, and just yeah, you know, we're still in the R and D phase. <laughs> which is fine because we just get to play with animals <laughs> oh i'm sure i'm sure it's it's pretty fun just to come up with ideas for it <laughs> that's right mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. well thanks for being on i really appreciate you guys taking the time to to share this with me i guess i've been kind of looking at it for a while and just sort of trying to pay attention to what's going on with events and with the whole organization so it's it's nice to be able to hear a little bit more of the details about it and you know, especially seeing what's going on in Calgary. <laughs> it makes me sad that I don't live there. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us, Mandy. And I think if you ever want to chat offline about starting your own chapter or just wanting to get perspectives from more people on the East Coast, we can hook you up for sure. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for, for talking to us, Mandy. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Little Geek Lost. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Cyanide with two N's. The extra N is for extra awesome. As well as the show feed at Little Geek Lost. And you can check out the website littlegeeklost.com for all my show info, my blogs, my podcast, anything else that I feel like posting. As well, the show is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Leave a rating and review and I will read it on a future show. And again, thanks for tuning in.